Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that the mics were on, and I just went. <sighs> yeah, you did yeah, in the music. Oopsies, <laughs> my bad. What's up? We'll uh, we'll we'll take this and put that into the intro we have now, so we just keep yeah. overlaying all <laughs> of our fuck ups over it. So <laughs> <laughs> at the end, it's just unrecognizable. Yeah, our cough <laughs> dude, that's and like a, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's a ninety dollar cough right there. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's up, y'all? We're uh, recording again uh, already yeah already we was. did this on thursday and yeah, then released yeah. it immediately for you guys and then now we're i just back want you here. to know that we work really hard to get these out for you every that's true week yeah it's true i yeah. went all the way to a different time zone and, and wrote my podcast episode while i was there just yeah. to make this work i waited till last minute like a well day, yeah so I don't, I, mean, I don't leave my house so it's like you know what am i gonna do um yeah the influential guy hit me up and was like, "Give me your address." And I was, "Oh like, yeah." I was like, "Of course, absolutely." What That's do you think you they're gonna do send that. you? I don't know. I, apparently, FX is gonna send me something like I, merch. I'm ho- I'm hoping it's merch. Hey, bro, give me your address. It is a summons. <laughs> <laughs> you got fucking served. Yeah, I hope it is like merch for working on the campaign for Pistol. But I, I'm pretty sure it's like paperwork or something. They're like. They're like, here's your. Stop talking about this. Stop talking about that you were on this. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Uh, this is our cease and desist. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Uh, um, we'll see though. We'll, I we'll forgot see. to mention five weeks ago. I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about it. Uh, someone messaged us on Instagram. I don't know what. I'll just say their name was Steve. Okay. Uh, and they sent us. Uh, Hi guys, found this article. It came out four days ago about NASA recording the sounds of a black hole. It reminded me of season three. Oh, nice. Very yeah. creepy, but just as cool. I thought we. Pl- I wanted to play it for you. I sent you the article, didn't I? Yeah. I really like when this stuff happens because our fans send us a lot yeah. of stuff that we see because yeah. we look for it too. And that um, means we're on the same page. I thought there was like one time too we did play like. Because there was, was an old yeah. sound, the black, a, oh, like a simulated sound of a black hole or something like that. We played that. Yeah. Um, you want to hear it? I've got it yeah, hooked play up. It. All right. Whoa. That's terrifying. That's amazing. That's horrifying. That is the anguished screams of the dying. Yeah, that is genuine horror. Well, now I know where our souls go when yeah, we die. Yeah, dude, that's it. <laughs> horrifying. I was yeah. like, I remember when I sent you that and I watched it because I was like so excited. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's yeah. deeply yeah, unsettling. Yeah, that's very, very unsettling. What that, if that's like an ancient language of the gods? That you might, know? yeah, and black it could be. Hear it. That reminds me of fucking just like death. That like, reminds me of like, like Cthulhu, like yeah. Lovecraftian horror, you know? Like that's what you would hear. In like a rising tone as yeah. it gets closer, yeah, you know? and like you're, it's the, the sounds of just like the unknown. That's a yeah, the, term of the sounds of the unknown. Listen, this imagine this scene, uh, probably over the sound of a woman crying in an A twenty four movie. Yeah, imagine, dude, and they're just like weeping. That's this is be peak A twenty four content. So right I wanted to thank uh, you for sending us that. I Steve. have a I have a fucking idea for a short film that I want to do. Um, uh, hold on, 
one. Of, of a short film I want to do about a dream I had. <gasps> oh, someone commented on our Instagram, too. Sorry yeah, to interrupt. Good, I wanted to get through our fan stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, they just commented an hour ago on the Instagram. They finished this week's episode, they said, um, and they wanted to throw out that the resurgence of Don't Stop Believing was because of Glee. Really? I was like, oh, oh that tracks. That I tracks. didn't watch Glee, so Me I didn't have anything. I didn't, I didn't know. know. That is a great explanation. We really appreciate that, Bro Pro yeah. Winfrey. Thank you, Bro yeah. Pro Winfrey. <laughs> that's what their name was. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's such a good name. I love it. Someone in my Twitch chat last night had the name Burlington Throat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest uh, thing I've ever heard. Oh, I've got to remember um, that. So I had this dream shit. Um, Instagram. What am I logged on here? I need to figure out. Graham, hold on. Man, um, honestly, that picture of the aircraft carrier with the smoke looks just really cool. Dude, yeah. Like, if it was crazy. a painting, it'd be sweet. Um, so I had this idea to. I gotta find the video for it. Um, I had this idea to film this video based off this dream I had, and I heard this, and I still remember this dream, but I heard this. Thing from the sound for the Pillars of Creation from NASA. Oh, they got that sound. Yeah, and it's like very eerie and like kind of like Twilight Zone. Stop telling me what space sounds, dude. Like. And that's what and that's what this dream reminded me of was like Twilight Zone. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send you the link on Facebook. Okay. Or just go to YouTube. Oops. What'd you do? I just bumped the mic. Oh, nice. Go to YouTube and uh, type in "Sound of Pillars of Creation." Okay. Are you and right then, now? Yeah, yeah. And then show me the search results so I can tell you which video to play. Um, <coughs> excuse me. God damn, that's gross. Sorry, guys. I'm one. sick. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Fucking start that bitch up and I'm play, and play the noise. Am. Oh, wait. I have YouTube muted. There you go. Oh. Beeps freak yeah, me out. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's I terrifying. love it. Absolutely terrifying. Um, but I was going to use that just as the as the music for the for the video. It's very unsettling and very like. Yeah, that's and a now good idea. that I know what that sounds like, that black hole, that's yeah. going in it. Too. That's going yeah. in it too. Yeah, absolutely. So I heard you finished Barry. I did. Dude. Uh, Barry, spoilers ahead. Yeah, spoilers. Also, remember to review, comment, like, subscribe, download. Exactly. Remember to please do that. Yeah. It's please. really helpful. To yeah. Us. Um, you guys so, have been doing a good job of it. Uh, yes. I, I don't understand how there's going to be a season four. That's what I'm confused about. I watched it and immediately I, looked up. I was like, did the show just end? I, that's what I thought, I thought uh, it did. I didn't It mind felt like a good I end. I feel like it just ended. Yeah. Like, but there's no. not going to be anything else. But I don't. I kind of. I mean, I trust the fuck out of Bill Hader. He's making yeah. incredible yeah, shows. Yeah, he's so really good at directing TV. I really liked how Janice's dad was, like, one of the scariest dudes in the whole show. Yeah. yeah. That scene when he makes Kusino, like, break down. Yeah. Um, one of my, incredible. One of my favorite, I love the scene where they're in the car, and, and it's, like, Jane's dad and Kusino, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I, uh, uh, I got... Taken to a POW camp and oh, yeah. my interrogator <laughs> killed himself. I made my interrogator yeah, kill himself. Yeah, I made my interrogator kill himself. <laughs> He's like, oh, you, I was sure? like, you, you did? You, you sure? There's got to be some He's underlying issue. Like, was he issue. depressed, yeah. maybe? <laughs> oh, no, it was Fuchs. It was him and Fuchs, Fuchs in yeah. the car. Yeah, and he it was, was like... Every time he would, like, explain more, Fuchs kept being like... Well, I mean, in the valley, yeah. it's probably everybody was depressed. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like, "There's got to be some underlying <laughs> issue there. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that was really bit. good. And like, I like 
I low-key just, like, didn't expect that to happen. TBA. To take like, him straight, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was But that go guy and... was so legit. I don't know. That guy was amazing. Yeah, he, he was, was really so good. He was so cool. He felt I, like... like he felt like um, uh, Anton Chigurh, yeah, but like for for good, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. was like this ominous super dude, dude. dude. Like, yeah. And I just like I I thought Barry was gonna go in there and just Glack him, sh- yeah, shoot him. Also, just... but I was like pretty sure that pistol didn't work. Remember? Because didn't uh, Kusino pull it on Barry and it like fell apart? Oh yeah, that's right. So that's I was right. like, uh, right. I, yeah. so I think that was part of the <laughs> the the big tell, setup. yeah, to yeah. Tell, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I was like, wait, what? Did he fix it or yeah. something? No way. Uh, I also really liked that Kusino saved himself through his acting. Yeah, like, he literally. That's like, what I was thinking yeah. too. I was like, yeah, he he, he just acted. He had this off. big big acting redemption, and then comes back by like calling Barry and be like, I gotta and, do this and acting. Yeah. Great shit. Yeah, very fucking good. Uh, very also, good. Uh, I loved the girlfriend's breakdown when she's like screaming. At oh Janet yeah, and- in, in the in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really yeah, bad. Yeah, and then she, dude, I she is like really unraveling, and I I'm kind of glad because she's been like a really yeah, pretty terrible a, yeah, person good, the whole show. Not a good person at all. And and like this show, the show kind of has this thing of like. Convincing you to root for them and then reminding you that they're a huge yeah, piece of yeah, shit. You know, Barry person. Fuchs. Uh, uh, what's her name? I already f- I forgot what her name was. Who? His girlfriend. Oh, gee. oh, uh, Sally. Sally. Yeah, Sally, that's yeah. right. Yeah, um, <coughs> Sally and Barry, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah like she kind of has her big come up and then is like such an awful, yeah, awful not person. a good person about it. And um, I really like the actress that she yelled at. I can't like she's in a good she's, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's dude. In a good place. I, yeah, I remember watching good. her and I was just like, man, I bet she's cool to hang out with. Yeah, she she's seems like a really, dope person. Yeah, yeah. seriously, no, I, I agree. Yeah, it was a really good season. Um, I watched the boys right after. After I finished the Barry, and I was like, I need to go like sit down. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much to take lot, in. Yeah, lots of lots there's to a take lot in going right now. on. Are you caught up on the boys? No, no, I haven't watched shit. You're an idiot. I watched Train to Busan <laughs> <laughs> the first time. Yeah, that's a great movie, dude. It was it was good. It was good. <laughs> what? Uh, we were watching it, and there was a god dang. Hold on, I gotta like clear my nose. I ran out of my sinus medication, so I'm like dying right now. Right on. Um, so we're sitting there watching it, and there's the whole scene where he, like, gets bit. And fucking, he didn't have to get bit. You didn't have to no, get bit. No, I know. He puts, I know. He puts his I know. hand in the dude's yeah. mouth. But he's, like, talking to his daughter, and it's, like, real emotional. And I was, like, sitting there watching it, and I was, like, slapping Soup's butt. And, like, <laughs> I look over, and she's, like, bawling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not the moment. Um, so yeah, it was good though. It was a great movie. It's a great it zombie phenomenal. movie. Yeah, I like I like fast turn running zombies. Yeah, that's same. cool. Yeah. That's a better like high stakes scenario. And that you know? fucking business guy just being the worst person. Alive, hey man, dude. surviving. Yeah, you got you surviving do what you over do. and yeah. over and over. Uh, do what you but he got do. his. Yeah, I just watched. Arctic, which is a Mads Mikkelsen survival movie, very good. Really? Yeah, it's it's just, there's nothing for me to. He survives in the Arctic. Oh, okay. I mean, there's the there movie. That's how it is, works, you know. <laughs> hey, so in Train to Busan, the the homeless guy that's like crazy, um, he's like he's in the beginning. They find him in the bathroom, and he's like dead. Everyone's like just going off about that. Um, is he the same guy from Snowpiercer? Um, uh, let's see. 
I'm not going to guess either way. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, he was in The Wailing. Oh, my God. Have you ever <laughs> seen that movie? The no. Wailing is fucking insane. Um, the guy... It, the, dude, you gotta watch that movie. Is it good? It, it's like the midsummer of Korea. Really? Like, it's so brutal and like long and scary and creepy. Actually, it's more, I would say it's more like hereditary, but oh, yeah. Oh, nice, nice, okay. Uh, what's it? You said what movie was he from? What do you think he was he from? Was, I thought he was, in, he was the guy in Snowpiercer. Nah. The smart guy. No. Really? Not him. Not uh, him. No way. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Anyway, um, who's going first this week? Do you know? Oh, it's it's me, right? You, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. me. Okay. Go ahead. You want to do it? Um, do wait, what? You, you want to start? You ready? You're you got any first, more announcements? You? Oh, wait. Uh, no, I think I don't, I don't right. have anything yet. All right. All right. I am doing the Pepsi ad campaign disaster. I got this idea from one of your TikTok comments because you posted it to get ideas. Yeah, yeah. And they said that we should cover disastrous PR campaigns. And I was like, I like that idea. It's a great idea. And uh, because... <laughs> That's the kind of disaster where the only people that get hurt are corporations, and I don't Fuck care. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, my brain instantly went to um, the infamous Pepsi ad campaign that ended up co- being with them being sued for millions of dollars. While you're talking, by the way, I'm going to shut the ceiling fan off. Oh, rad. Yeah, it's this, a little cold. This is not the story of Kendall Jenner's Pepsi ad. Just so I thought you know. were th- That's what I thought you were talking about. At Dude, first. I, I, like, I, 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 was like, I kind of want it's to. It's pretty bad. But it it's pretty, pretty bad. bad, yeah. <laughs> that one was disastrous. I uh, That one's a little hot. I don't know. There's like no... It's like not even funny how fucking out of yeah, touch that yeah, whole thing that was, was. Really but kind of funny. So uh, what you're going to need to know, and if you don't know what a Harrier jump jet is, you're fucking loser. I just, I'm sorry. The Kendall Jenner ad campaign is just, uh, the, like you said, I'm so out of touch of uh, it's just a shocking. white girl to walk up to police and just be like, this is going to end the violence against people of color. Racism is cured. Yeah, and also don't. It, I don't know if Kendall Jenner is fully white. Don't come into our comments and be like, oh. she's Italian. And it's, I don't fucking care. Same thing. Oh, um, I mean, yeah. Okay, really. don't come for me, Italians. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you don't know what a Harrier jump jet is, you're a fucking loser. But long story short, you're going to need to know this. It's a British yeah. jet that the U.S. Marines use. It can take off and land vertically. It costs around $30 million to produce, which is a lot of money. Yep. But these days, you can buy one for a cool $1.5 because they're about 40 years old. Yeah, they are. Uh, to this day, they are still one of the loudest planes I have ever been near. <sighs> they are shockingly, <laughs> shockingly loud. Again, like, review, comment, subscribe, download. There you go. So it is 1996, and everything is fucking rad. Yeah, Clinton right. is president. Brad Pitt and Adam Sandler are titans of entertainment, and the U.S. <laughs> is approaching what would be the highest year of soda consumption in its entire history. Really? Yeah, yeah. 1997 That's is the crazy. highest ever. Uh, fucking sweet time to work at Pepsi, especially being an ad exec. So they had this totally bugging idea. Is 1996 the year of like the the cool cherry Coke cans? For Coca-Cola. So, I'm not sure, but you should look that up because, uh, oh, wow, those were sick. And then later we made, like, um, ketchup that looked just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, The Coke and Pepsi were in a fierce battle right now because they were getting more and more people to drink soda, and they were really vying for competition. So they were kind of having this one-upsmanship of fucking uh, ad campaign ideas. Yeah. Pepsi actually had done one that failed that was, well, not failed, but they did like a print a bottle 
a cap prize sort of thing, but they accidentally printed like way too many. So oh, they were nice. supposed to have two million dollars of prizes, but it ended up costing them ten million dollars because uh, so, they printed too many of the. What extras. an idiot! Can you imagine being like a, 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 exa- a an ad campaign executive back then, and you're just like fucking gonna whip out the oh price, insane like, shit, yeah, wildest shit ever, bro. So like, fucking let's give people exotic animals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny you say that because you're honing in on. Yeah. <laughs> so they had this totally bugging idea for a sweet ad where they'd offer people promo points for drinking Pepsi that you can re- then redeem for bitchin' 90s Pepsi merch. I want to go ahead and just call it, yeah, that was the year that the Cherry Coke can was like that. That makes sense. I don't know. I can't find it. But I kind of dig that aesthetic. Dude, I, want, that, like, I fucking a, love it. my it, car to look it, like that. It's all coming back. It is. It is. Uh, the entire brilliant plan cost uh, $200 million, and an estimated $125 million of that was just the merch. So I've got a picture I need to pull up of all of them. So basically each 12-pack of Pepsi was worth five points. A two-liter was two points. So a hacky sack would cost you 25 points, which is five boxes, 60 cans of Pepsi, or at 350 per 12-pack at the time, maybe 18 bucks for a fucking hacky sack, which I think is way too much money. Yeah. This is what the, uh, the like, promo thing looked like. Just oh, no generic shit, shit yeah. you know. Uh, they... Two of the most expensive things on the list were a bike for 2,750 points. That was the highest one. And a denim jacket for 400 points. My favorite thing about the denim jacket, no visible Pepsi logo. Yeah, it's just, just a, a de- denim jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually on the tag, but I was like, I think it's so funny. No free advertising. What a 90s yeah, advertisement That was good, though. That, to do. That's like, cool. Like denim. <laughs> just plain denim. Just a denim jacket. Not even Pepsi or anything like that. You just... Here's your jacket. I thought I would. I think a little. I don't know. Like a little Pepsi. Yeah, that would look fine. Yeah. 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 And also, I guess if it's a promo, you would think they'd want to advertise themselves a little bit. Exactly. They also had the denim jacket was four hundred points. Um, if you wanted a Pepsi sack or a Pepsi ball sack full of Pepsi balls, that's one hundred twenty Pepsi points. They had a total of fifty three different items on the list nice. so you know uh let's see sunglasses cd case duffel bag etc you can still buy all this shit off ebay now for like 20 bucks it's not expensive or yeah. rare at all nice they made tons and tons yeah of it. um so, well to sell the totally crunk promo idea i had to look up a bunch of 90 slang for this yeah, thing yeah. <laughs> they had a super bowl commercial that shows a kid coming into school in his harrier jet and at the end it says the jet is available for seven million Pepsi points. Ha ha. It's obviously a joke because it's not in the fucking prize pamphlet. And it's like a kid who's like, this is easier than the bus. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a joke. Yeah. Ha ha. So this is where the hero of our story comes in. John Leonard. Uh, no, it's not a made up name. It's just what everybody sounded like in the 90s. That's fair. Uh, if it is any of surprise to anyone, John Leonard is a white man. Yeah. Uh, he saw the now infamous Super Bowl commercial and he decided that he wanted himself a jet. <laughs> So it's a bit of trouble, though, because at 7 million points total and 5 points per pack, you'd have to buy 1.4 million 12 packs of soda to the tune of about $4 million if you don't get a bulk discount. Yep. Even though this is the 90s and we completely abandoned drinking water, it was probably more soda than he could drink or buy. But if you remember from, like, four minutes ago, a Harrier jet is worth $30 million. <coughs> this was Pepsi's first catastrophic failure of this entire disastrous campaign they made the jet actually kind of cheap. Yeah. Four mil instead of the 30 mil they were still going for. I mean, a bargain as far as military attack aircraft go. Um, still, he couldn't 
obviously buy that much soda. It'd take way too long. But this is where sec uh, Pepsi's second big error came in. They did not require you to actually have all of the points to buy the things in the ad. You just had to have any points, and then you could buy the rest of your points with a cash at a rate of $0.10 cents per point. There you go. He actually called Pepsi to confirm this with him, too. Yeah, He's nice. like, yeah, you sure it's about that? <laughs> you sure? I want you to be very clear you sure? with I can me. buy Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Leonard, an enterprising young college student that I didn't bother to look up what his major was, whips up a business plan and meets with some wealthy investors that he met when he worked at a, <laughs> a summer job as a climbing guide. He convinces five of them to go along with his totally legit scheme, and on March 28th, 1996, Leonard mails 15 Pepsi points and a check for $700,000 to Pepsi, asking politely for his plane, please. There you go. There he, you go. He's like, it included shipping and handling, yeah, too. Nice, what he had nice. Figured. I'm going to pull up the response. I, um, I would lo I love to be the person at Pepsi who was like, re excuse me, reading the mail, and they like open that up and they look at that and they're like, Holy shit. <laughs> like, this might be a problem. I'm going to have to call somebody. <laughs> the, uh, I get, the, I got this from the hustle.co. I got a lot of different sources, but the hustle had like probably the best write up of it. If you guys want to read about it, uh, they responded in turn. Let's see. He said that March 28th it took him five weeks to respond. The item that you've requested is not in part, uh, is not part of the Pepsi stuff catalog collection. It is not included in the catalog or on the order form, and only catalog merchandise can be redeemed under this program. The Harrier Jet in the Pepsi commercial is fanciful and is simply included to create a humorous and entertaining ad. <laughs> we apologize for any misunderstanding or confusion that you may have experienced on enclosing some free product coupons for your use. They're like, dude, you have a $700,000 check. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Sorry about that. Do you want some Pepsi? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I cannot imagine... What he possibly thought they would say. Yeah, but yeah. They had to, he had to assume that, that that's what they were going to say. Yeah. But he had spent about $4,000 meeting with various legal professionals while also researching deceptive advertising. So he gets a lawyer and he responds. I'm going to pull that one up too. Uh, but also, oh, yeah, you can also read about this on Justia. They have like the file, it's called law.justia.com. Yeah. They have the filings. You can just read everything that was oh, nice, submitted. Oh, nice. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, he responds back a week later. Your letter of May 7th is totally unacceptable. We have reviewed the videotape of the Pepsi Stuff commercial, and it clearly <laughs> reviewed the tapes. Yeah. <laughs> it clearly offers the new Harrier jet for 7 million Pepsi points. Our client followed your rules explicitly. This is a formal <laughs> demand that you honor your commitment and make immediate arrangements to transfer the new Harrier jet to our client. If we do not receive transfer instructions within 10 business days of the date of this letter, you will leave us no choice but to file an appropriate action against Pepsi. Sincerely, Counsel John Lennon. So they're throwing nice, that back. Nice. And Pepsi's like, Fuck. no, what the <laughs> fuck? This is real? And he Pepsi, got a lawyer? Pepsi's probably like, some, Pepsi's probably like, there's no way someone didn't put in the ad that this isn't real. I thought we covered those right? bases. Uh, so, I mean, and I think a lot of that is more common because of this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to spoil it, but it gets thrown around at the office. Now, everybody's like, yeah. hey, did, did you see yeah. this? <laughs> we have to do something about this. <laughs> And um, even one of their VPs responds back, I find it hard to believe that you are of the opinion that the Pepsi Stuff commercial really offers a new Harrier jet. Uh, no reasonable person would agree with your analysis of the commercial. That sounds like a lawyer wrote that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. anything, but it also doesn't seem like the right response. No, I you know. No. I mean? Yeah, they're kind of like, that's kind of like he made a a 
official way to say you really didn't believe that this was yeah. right. Like this yeah. was a real thing, didn't you? So uh, they send that back. They're not happy with it. Uh, the uh, John Leonard and his lawyers aren't happy with it, and they fucking sue. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. So, and it makes a sue big the shit I mean, out might of as them. Well, dog. yeah, uh, you've come this far. Like, makes, yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> uh, it makes a big fucking media show. <laughs> Everyone obviously laughing it fucking up. Uh, Pepsi is pretty vocal that they think it's bogus, they, and they're like, he's just doing it for yeah, publicity. Yeah. Uh, Leonard retorted, though, I didn't want any pu- publicity on this. I just wanted my fucking jet. I'm not trying to make a statement. I'm not looking for a settlement. I just want a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Relatable, dude. I Relatable. Yeah. Give me my Harrier jet, please. Uh, I've seen True Lies. Yeah. I wanted a Harrier yeah, real bad. Yeah, dude. Uh, so... <laughs> then Pepsi countersues for like $90,000 over all the lawyer time wasted over this, and yeah. it turns into a fucking three-year legal embroglio. Those three obviously. years. Yeah, I mean, it's it's law, so <laughs> that is a lot longer than I thought. Yeah, though. three years. Uh, Kind of wonder what his investors expected out of this. Did they yeah, really think this dude, was I real? I don't know. I c- Wait, or or did they have so much money that putting up 140 grand each to be like to yeah. Pepsi and is also, nothing? And also, like they they could be like, well, I think maybe their strategy of it was like, I don't think he's actually going to get this jet. And also, if he did, what was their investor? I guess to sell it and get yeah, more money. Yeah, sell it. So I mean, even if you only sell it for two million dollars, so he's like, so he's like. He's like, yeah, I'm investing. This is what I'm going to do. Blah 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 blah. He's like, I've done the research. It doesn't say anywhere in the in the ad that they this isn't available. He's like, so what they're thinking is he's going to get it. Pepsi's going to tell him to fuck off, and he's going to sue them yeah. for a lot of money, and yeah. that's how they're going to get their money. And maybe made they'll back. get settled, yeah, for some exactly, of it yeah. or whatever, which doesn't really make sense. I mean, over how it, do you make someone? You can't make someone buy, like sell you something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For the most part, yeah. Um, so, uh, th- it goes on for three years, and obviously, in the end, the judge rules against him. Yeah. Fucking duh. There's three major reasons listed. Advertisements are generally not considered offers in contract law. Uh, ads for the sale of goods are merely their requests to offer and negotiate, and an advertiser must accept an offer from a customer for it to be legally formed, which is what I was just saying. I was like, what? You can't just be like, sell it to me, and they're like, no. Yeah. Like, you yeah. have yeah. to. <laughs> like, no, I do not. Yeah. Uh, the ad was obviously a joke. An ordinary, reasonable person would conclude that a soft drink company would not give away a fighter plane as part of a promotion. You might. I Although, might. to be fair, it's the 90s, fucking anything's possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, an enforceable contract requires both parties' signatures. Sorry, and under existing law, any contract for the sale of goods worth $500 must be evidenced <laughs> by writing. Uh, Pepsi did not sign anything, yeah, obviously. obviously. The judge did have some funny stuff to say about the case, though. Uh, I really like this quote. The callow youth featured in the commercial is a highly improbable pilot, one who could barely be trusted with the keys to his parents' car, much less the prize aircraft of the United States Marine Corps. <laughs> Which is cool. Uh, uh, this one, this is my favorite, though. In light of the Harrier jet's well-documented function in attacking and destroying surface and air targets, armed reconnaissance and air interdiction, and offensive and defensive anti-aircraft warfare, depiction of such a jet as a way to get to school in the morning is clearly not serious, even if, as plaintiff contends, the jet is capable of being acquired in a form that eliminates its potential for military use. Because the White House came out and said during this whole fucking yeah. thing, you're not getting a fucking fighter jet yeah, that's, that happening. can do what it can. Yeah, yeah. They're like, if you're getting a fighter jet, it's not flying. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I guess. What's it worth at this point if it can't even fucking fly? But also, like, I feel like that would be, I, uh, I'd be like, 
why can't I have a fighter jet that can fly? Why can't you just demilitarize? Like, I mean, take because, all the because shit vertical off. takeoff and landing is the militarization. There's That's no dumb. civilian jet version of that. That's so. bullshit. I agree. That's bullshit. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I believe in the Second Amendment. I think I should be able to loan everything that the U.S. military does selling a fucking yeah. destroyer. Yeah, I agree. We, the whole Navy started with people owning their own fucking warships. Yeah. So, anyway... Uh, <laughs> no school would provide oh uh, yeah, no school would provide landing space for a student's fighter jet or condone the disruption the jet's use would cause. <coughs> also, don't rule that one out. It could yeah, still happen. It could still they yeah. could still have a place to land your jet. Fuck I, yeah, they sure. could. Uh although Harrier jets, they use those like nozzles that are shooting air and yeah. they're so hot that they will melt asphalt. There so we go. they are pretty hard to yeah. like uh actually use. And so it was ruled against them. John Leonard loses. Pepsi kept running the ad, but they did do a few minor tweaks. First, they changed the price to 700 million points, yeah. which I think is hilarious. Yeah. So they're like, all right, just cover our asses. Yeah. Shit. Um, no one's good. They get another check in the mail for like, God damn it, <laughs> dude. Fuck. Yeah. And then they put, just kidding, right after the, the plane appears, which is, you know, haha. Nice. They nice. handled it. Uh, Leonard then went on to become a ranger in the National Park Service and is just living his happy life. Nice. Who cares? Dude, dude this good is story. a hilarious story yeah, for him. Yeah, good story. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a bigger thing that Pepsi wanted, but ultimately, kind of. Uh, so, like, the public at the time was like, Pepsi should give him his jet. But yeah, that's because they're like, course. fuck you, yeah, you big company. Yeah, give us yeah. something cool. Dude, but yeah. obviously, they nobody thought that was going to happen. They should, even if you're not giving him a fighter jet, they should have still given him a plane. I'm saying, give him, like, a Cessna or something. I, I, I was like, know. you guys can't settle for anything small. Just come on, bro. Yeah. They're like... They're like gonna spend a hundred thousand in legal fees. I'm like, bro, I'm pretty sure a plane would be cheap. Yeah, <laughs> you could get a cheaper. Plane. Seriously, fucking just give them something. Jesus Anything. Um, is that the end of your story? Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah very it. good. Very yeah, nice. it's a fun one. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah, I remember that too. I remember reading about that uh, a while back, and I was just like, very, very nice. Pepsi, you were. Uh... That was pretty wild. What's Dude. funny is this was right the same decade that Pepsi owned um, a Navy fleet. So they oh. just had, Pepsi was doing a lot of weird stuff with military equipment yeah. in the 90s, which is <laughs> really terrifying sentence. Um, I am, like, curious, owned a Navy fleet. I'm yeah, there was a big thing about uh, how they the Soviet Union was paying for its Pepsi with uh, old Oh, destroyers. that's right, that's right, that's yeah, right. That makes at sense. one point, okay. Pepsi was, like, one of the largest naval fleets in dude, the world. fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi is a force to be reckoned with. So I was watching this video on Reddit uh, called to, called to hire a handyman. There was an attempt to hire a handyman to do a tradesman job, and it's this guy. It was with a sixth. pair of pliers. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it was the sixth largest navy on no the planet at the time. Pepsi yeah. had the sixth a Soviet cruiser, navy. a frigate, a destroyer, seventeen sub submarines, and a handful of oil tankers. I want to know the guy at Pepsi where the Soviets were like, "Hey, we really like your stuff. We like what's going on here." Don't have a lot of money to pay for it though. And they were like, "All right, well, what do you, you got?" got? He was like, "Boats." I could give you a lot of boats. I have a and lot of boats. Yeah, some executive. We're not using them at yeah. all. <laughs> some executive pits. He's like, "Boats." He said, "I really like boats. What kind of boats?" He's like, "I got a warship, oil tankers. What do you need?" He was like, "I'll take all of it. Let's go. Bring it over here." They, uh, the president. Or the government was kind of pissed off about it. Yeah, and I can assume. So. And so the Navy CEO or the Pepsi CEO, sorry, yeah. <laughs> already the absorbing Navy that. Yeah. Um, I'm dismantling the Soviet Union faster than you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Got your fucking ass. <laughs> Big uh, girl got that you. is so fucking funny. Uh, they sold all 20 warships to a scrap recycling company. That's what they ended. I wonder up how much doing. they got for that. 
Probably a decent jump. Yeah, oh, uh, none yeah. of the ships. Only one of them could actually even like really fly oh, around really? or float around and do stuff. Yeah, I mean, if we know anything about um, you know warships that are made uh, over there, they're not great. No, uh, not no. We just, yeah, we covered that extensively. Yeah. They are uh, terrible. <laughs> sorry, but I was watching this video of this guy with a pair of pliers. It looks like he's trying to do something with an exposed wire, and then sparks just. Fly everywhere. I don't know oh, what, I saw. Yeah, it. yeah, I don't know what he's, he's cutting a cable. What an idiot! Yeah, with a pair of I was like, fucking, he might be fucking alive dead. wire. He could be fucking. <laughs> the lights are on, in dude. The yeah, <laughs> and they're Jesus. like, it's like in this restaurant with people, and it's like you could definitely that guy could definitely be dead. Um, so mine's not very lighthearted. Uh, mine is kind of grim. Yeah, actually. it's like I don't want to say it's grim. Oh, you know, it's grim. it's grim. Um, it's pretty grim. Um. So I'm going to be talking about the Victoria Hall disaster. Um, yeah, it's not a good one. It's not a good one. It's just big oversights. A lot of bad things happened. Uh, could have been avoided. But anyways. So, All of them, yeah, pretty much. Usually. I don't think, We barely covered any that were avoidable. Yeah, that's also really. true. Or, uh, I mean, that, yeah. Weren't avoidable, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, so our story takes us to Sunderland, England. Uh, we're talking around, like, June 16th, 1883. There's a magic show. It's happening at Victoria Hall. If you don't know, Victoria Hall was a popular venue uh, in the area due to its large number of seating, and it was relatively new when this incident happened. It had only been built for like 10 years or something. Um, it was, you know, built in this large gothic style that was popular at the time. It looked pretty badass. Um, but anyways, so there is this traveling, uh, tra these traveling entertainers called Mr. and Mrs. Faye. Uh, they're putting on a magic show for... For the ages, you know, it's a kid's show, basically. It's very targeted to kids. Um, it consisted of unforgettable tricks and master illusions, you know, that was said to leave any audience uh, in attendance stunned and asking for more. What year was this again? 1883. Oh, that was back when you could just do yeah, anything. You could fuck you just paint, you, yeah, paint you, a cat, and you're like, it's a tiger. Yeah, you could wow. shoot a man on stage, and they'd be like, that's incredible. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. They're, like, yeah, you, they're like wheeling his corpse yeah. off. You're like, he's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. That's good acting. <laughs> so... Um, blah, 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 blah. Flyers for the event boasted of conjuring... Talking waxworks, whatever that means, and living marionettes, and an astounding trick known as the Great Ghost Illusion. So the f uh, the flyers also had in big bold letters um, prizes, and the flyers were like, "Hey man, any child entering this room has a chance to win a big bounty of epic proportions, or a, a small book or toy, or whatever." Okay, okay, kind of like a raffle, basically. You know, when you go into an event, like here's a ticket. Make sure you keep this, because we have a raffle that's that, basically. Um, so, sorry. Um, I also got self-conscious last time I was listening to our podcast, because maybe it's because I know that I'm reading off my notes, but I thought I sounded like I was reading off yeah, a page. Sometimes. So, yeah, so I'm, like, trying to fucking get better at that. That's good. I'm trying to cut out my uhs. Yeah, I, I feel I had that. too many uhs. Dude, when I first I started making uh videos, I recorded my first YouTube video, and I was editing it, and I was like, if I say uh one more time, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. It was like out. one Me, second dude, later. Oh, my God. I was, I, like, I was like 
physically getting angry as I was listening to. I, was I like, hate I was myself. Like, Shut up. Stop saying <laughs> you um. stupid yeah, piece you of fucking shit. idiot, dude. Um, so on the day of the show, like over a thousand children show up. They pour into Victoria Hall. Uh, they pay a penny each to see this, uh, to see such wonderful magical feats, as well as take their chance at winning one of the promised prizes. So a penny each, that's fucking wild. Can you believe that? That's crazy. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. nothing. How much was a penny in 1883? Yeah. Uh, let me check. I'll look that okay. up. Okay. Um, so they pay a penny. They're like, let's go see some fucking magic, dude. It's going to be a good time. We're going to kill it. So uh, one thing I might add is that this crowd is like 98% children. Uh, there are very few adults. Uh, in the venue. Wait, it, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For back people then, running you just the sent so, the kids somewhere. So, like, I, I, I literally have it written down. Um, you know, it's the 1800s. So, when you turn like five, you were pretty much a full blown adult. You got a job at the local steel mill. You just kind of vibed and did whatever you want. You could, you were a full blown adult. One penny is $3. No shit. Wow. Damn. Okay. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. That means like dude. a McChicken and fries yeah. would be a penny. Okay. That's wild. Wow, so this guy balled out. Dude, he oh. He just made a fortune. Um, a thousand kids. Let's say 1,100 kids at a penny each. How much money did he make? It's just times three. Do what? It's, it's just times three. It's a $3,300. Really? I don't know how to do math, so <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm asking. Uh, do you think I'm a smart person? It'd be I'm, like thirty three to 3500 I'm someone who craves attention on the internet. Do you think I fucking know how to do numbers? I didn't get an engineering degree, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Um, blah, 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 where was I? Yeah, you're, when you're five, you just kind of got a job at the local steel mill and balled out. Um, so over a thousand kids show up, um, which over, I'm sorry, over a thousand mostly unchaperoned children pour into the venue uh, to see this fantastic show. They're blown away by such magical wonders that happen before the rise. The show itself goes off without any problems. The only kind of somewhat problem being that a large puff of smoke during one of the acts wafted into the first few rows and caused two kids to be sick. Oh. But it wasn't like, you know, they weren't like violently ill. They just, you know, inhaled some smoke. Just fucking a, get whatever. over Whatever. It's probably yeah. just a little bit of lead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really it's bur- it's it burning asbestos, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Excuse me. So, um, ba, 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 but there wasn't really any issues. They, and, you know, this wasn't their first radio. They performed this show in front of countless other people. You know, it's not that big a deal. So the issues began when the show came to an end. So as the show ends, the phase announced that children holding certain tickets um, would, uh, holding uh, tickets with certain numbers on them, would be given a prize upon exiting the building. At the same time they're doing this, they start throwing, like, handfuls of small toys and candy out into the crowd. And that's when shit all went south. Oh, okay. Um, so they begin throwing these candy and prizes into the pit level of the audience. Now, the venue had three stories of seating, so all the of kids in the indeed. upper seating were like, yo, what the fuck? I want some of that candy and stuff. And they are also hella lit off seeing this badass magic show. They're fucking hyped to the nines, oh, dude. I feel like you're going to tell me they all start jumping off dude, this stuff. Well, hold on. So, so this is about to be a Travis Scott dude, concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. So they start losing their minds. They're fucking, dude, zooted because they just saw this badass magic show. <laughs> and there's candy and, like, 
If you're what eight, could he have it, done? dude, it's eighteen eighty three, baby. Like candy, that's as good as gold. Like you, like like you get to taste something sweet when it like falls off yeah, of nature. Yeah, that's you, yeah. It. You've been Until eating, you fucking get candy, you know what I mean? You've been eating like nails and tree bark all day. <laughs> I don't know what they ate back then, but basically that's why. Or, or if maybe like the the syrup tank down the street is leaking yeah, a little bit, yeah. you get a little bit of sweets. But that's yeah. it. And then eventually it 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 completely breaks and kills like a bunch of people. Which is yeah, Great usually how flood. stories in the eighteen eighties. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, it's true. So they're super jazzed off this magic show. They're like, they see that 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 candy being thrown. And they're like, I fucking want it. I need it. Got to get my hands on it. So every all these kids get up out of their seat and expect on the second and third story, and they need to go to the ground floor to try to get this fucking candy. So again, these kids, their ages, they. Did not go into the double digits. Most of them were under 10. Okay. Um, and they didn't have any adult supervision at Can all. Can you imagine how loud this Dude, would be? Dude, fuck no. Oh I would blow God. my brains out. Oh, my and God. And they would just kind of do whatever like they wanted. a Wiggles wanted. concert. Yeah. <laughs> a a balled-out Wiggles concert. Yeah. So these kids were just kind of doing whatever they wanted. And as you, th- as you know, uh, things always go well when kids, especially young children, are left unattended in masses. Has so, anyone ever made, like, an auto-tune... Like Wiggles? Wiggles. Oh, I can Tra- Yeah, absolutely. I look up Travis Scott, the Wiggles, but let me auto-tune the Wiggles. I'll find something. Continue. So these kids charge down in hordes to get their candy on the ground floor. Now, one of the biggest fucking issues with this was that the door leading to the pit area was this large, heavy wooden swinging door. <sighs> And at the day of the show, it had been bolted into a position, leaving around twenty inch a twenty inch wide opening for people to pass through. So it's like about the size of a small child to pass through. Twenty inches. Uh, The reason to do the the reasoning for this was because they could check tickets in a single file line on the way uh, into the venue. Um, it didn't leave a lot of room for like a lot of people to pass through, so it forced the kids to be in a line. So, uh, this was, as you can assume, an absolute fucking nightmare. It was a yeah. death trap. So, as this horde of kids, dude, it's like training Poisson. As this horde of kids <sighs> comes down the stairs, one trips, and one. it just starts It That's starts insane. a domino effect. So, these kids were being trampled. Uh, kids were falling. Some reports stated that the pile of fallen kids were 20 deep and stacked oh. floor to ceiling. Oh, my. <laughs> what? Yeah. Dude. What? So... To I ma- don't understand. To this, I can't even. Can't I can't right. even fathom. What, how? Look up. Look. So, up. is a kid at the very back? Is like there's like drawing pictures of. Oh, it. so what's this look up yeah. uh, the Victoria Hall disaster. Um, the Victoria. So Where did you get this episode idea? Uh, Soup sent it to me. Someone soup. Oh, soup, yeah. okay. Uh, this is a miserable. Like one. this one right here. All right, if we're gonna cover this, I'm covering any. <laughs> yeah, like that shit right there. Uh, so, okay, okay, okay. Um, so now, what made things even worse is that there was a turn in the staircase, so the children coming down the stairs from the top could oh. not see what was going on below, and uh, they would keep surging forward. That's what I was confused in about. hopes to retrieve some of that fucking sweet candy being thrown, oh, dude. My God. So the as stop throwing candy dude, I, right especially now, especially in the 1800s. Dog. Stop. Yeah. So kids still search for crushing those at the bottom as they attempted to make their way down the stairs, and it sounds like a fucking nightmare to be honest. I remember one time, dude. Uh, I think we've told this story before. 
It was at that Suicide Boys concert in Bonner Springs a long time ago. And City Morgue was playing and fucking Killazami, I think his name is, came down into the crowd. And as he's standing there, everybody gets in a circle. I vividly remember this because there was this guy who was holding his friend. His friend had like a dog chain on his neck and his friend was on the ground on all fours like barking. And it's like, Don't friend, do your fetish I was like, bro, right that's, that's show, wild. That, he, he, was, he was like barking and shit. And I was like, God damn, he's going off. Anyways, so Killazami comes out of the crowd and he's like, the, like the song's about to drop. And for, I don't know why, but for some reason, he like, I had my mohawk up and everything. So maybe that's why. But he looked at me and as the beat drops, and everybody just loses their fucking mind because it was like a wall of death, and everybody yeah. starts converging in the middle. He runs at me and throws his back into me. Kills and like, him. Yeah, <laughs> throws his back into me, and like uh. everyone, like we fall to the ground. Both of us fall to the ground, and that's not good, dude. Like a hundred people fell on top of me, and like um, so it's just how you die. I think that was like the first time at a concert. Like I almost had like. Like, I've had panic attacks at shows, but, like, that's the first time I ever, like, feared for my life. Yeah. Um, and. Because, like, at a metal show, I'm not nearly as no, worried about falling. No, people absolutely. are people way pick better you about back it. up. Yeah. But at hip hop Somebody shows, will pick you up and just, like, while you're dude, fucking yeah. shirt, you know? But at a hip hop show, they don't stop give a on fuck. you. They don't give a shit. They, I know. That's my um, least favorite thing yeah. about big hip hop shows. So they, uh, um,. So he falls on top of me, and I fall to the ground. And he's on top of me, and I'm, like, on the actual cement part of the ground. Oh, fuck. And everyone falls on top of me, and I just, like, I put my hands over my head to, like, not get my head stepped on, but I was, like, about to have, a pa like, a panic attack. Yeah. And I, what, what kept me from doing that is me thinking, like, okay, kill a zombie's on top of me, and they're going to want to get they him up. They probably won't kill, kill yeah, a zombie, so right? If, <laughs> if he gets up, I get up. Yeah. But yeah, so I, dude, it was... How it, long were you down there? Dude, it was like, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't It was more than like a minute or two, but it felt like forever. That's it just, long. Dude, yeah, it was a long time to be under like 100 people. That's horrible. Yeah, it sucked. So, um, it was this back to the story. So, William Codling Jr., who was a survivor of the incident, said, quote, um... Soon we were most uncomfortably packed, but still going down. Suddenly, I felt <laughs> uh, that I was... Most uncomfortably yeah, packed, yeah. he says in a crush. Dude, I know. <laughs> Such an 1880s thing. Um, suddenly, I felt that I was treading upon someone lying on the stairs, and I cried in horror to those behind me. Keep back, keep back, there's someone down. It was no use. Yeah. I passed slowly over and onwards with the mass, and before long, I passed over, over others without emotion. Oh, uh, my dude, God. Yeah, dude, that, brutal. he entered that brutal. staircase, a child, and walked <laughs> and left out a, a man. man. Yeah. That is horrible. <laughs> Fucking that, brutal. When I was, I remember this moment so distinctly as like one of, it's like a core memory for me as a child. I think we were in like second grade, and it was like a Halloween or something, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and we're playing a game, and the teacher has a, a big bowl of candy, and she takes a handful of it and throws it on the ground, and, and the children fall on it like uh, birds yeah but i did dude, not yeah. i stood there and i was like whoa watching everybody like scramble on their knees for dude. food for like candy that was thrown on the ground i was like i don't want to do that fuck no yeah, <laughs> absolutely like, not and absolutely i have not. carried that moment for my whole life dude. you know yeah. now i see big crowds huge lines i'm like nah nope 
I don't want to do Same. that. That's one of the reasons I, I don't, like, don't do really go to shows and like don't go to festivals and shit. No, like, a good. festival? No. no, fuck no. I dude. like shows because I got an in and an out. Yeah, but festivals yeah. where you're nope. like, do you want to go camp for three days with dirty people? No, hell no, fucking way. hell no, no, and be with that many people. Only way to safe way to be in a crowd of ten thousand is the back. Yeah, you know, hundred like, percent for real. So, um. So one of the first people to realize what was happening was the theater caretaker, Frederick Graham. Uh, he's doing his best to kind of pull children through this, like, narrow doorway. Um, but the kids were packed so tightly that he's not able to pull them That's through. That's what's insane Dude, about crushes. I know. Because you're like... You would think some they're still getting pushed through, but yeah. they get wet. No, and that's yeah, what's it's crazy. Insane. Gross. Um, so once he found these efforts were futile, he runs up a different set of stairs, and he's able to lead six hundred children to safety oh, through that's another cool. doorway. So due to this and large smash, all the other kids yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah, exactly. Due to this large influx of kids being let out a different exit, some of the pressure on those at the bottom was relieved, and a number of adults who had. Someone was like calling on the street. What was I happening? I was wondering what the ratio of like adults to kids was. You know, are there like five dudes running this magic Pretty show much, with like yeah. th- three thousand children? Pretty or much, whatever? yeah. That's insane. So, um, the a number of adults had come in to help, and they start pulling children to safety since the pressure has been relieved on those at the bottom, and the door itself is taken off its hinges and removed. Oh, okay. Um, so it's decent. After this, it only took about half an hour before every child in the stairwell had been removed. Yeah, but um, so children were transported to the hospital, and those in eighteen eighty dude, hospital. I know, yeah, yeah, and those that you died can just in shoot the, them in the head. For, at yeah, the you're good. Site. Euthanize Might as well. them. Yeah, good God. Um, those that died in the crush were laid out on the sidewalk. Parents began descending upon the theater to locate their children. Some, unfortunately, finding their child Maybe in the rows upon rows there. of the dead. Yeah. Damn. I agree, yeah. That's crazy. So, reports state that one man just not only lost, like, one of his kids, he lost his entire family. Damn. Uh, and there was also the entirety of a local Sunday school class. Like, the all the kids in the class were there, and they died. Oh, my yeah. God. They must have been at the front. Brutal. That's crazy. Yeah. So, in total... It's like that you covered it. What? Uh, trading card game riot, or did I? Cover oh that? no, no, no! You're talking about the Yu-Gi-Oh. You, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. But no one got even hurt at that. No, point. I. Well, I think some people got hit, uh, hurt. hurt with no tear one, gas, yeah. but um, nobody died. That's crazy, though. So, in total, 183 children had died. Most of asphyxiation. Holy shit! 183 dogs. That is yeah. way more than yeah. what I was imagining from that scenario. So the incident made oh. headlines all over the country. Even I... Queen Victoria herself, who expressed her condolences and made a very hearty contribution to the fundraiser that had been set up for the families of the victims. $100. Yeah, right, pretty much. <laughs> and it was enough money to pay for all, 100, all, all 183 children's funerals Dang. that took place over the course of a week. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and like businesses shut down and stuff like I that. I mean, what are you yeah. gonna open a re- have your restaurant? Running yeah, while on the funeral, funeral day. Funeral, yeah, funeral children. Week. Yeah, yeah, children funeral week. Um, an inquest had been held into the disaster, but had failed to find anyone to blame. Uh, this obviously pissed people off because a bunch of kids died, and like someone has to be blamed for this. Uh, and a second inquest was held, and the results were the same. They, I mean, I like, I what are they gonna? Like, I don't know. That is a really weird thing because yeah. it's like they didn't. There's no building capacity yeah. laws. There's yeah. no fire code. 
and nobody they still had fire gangs yeah, at this point. Yeah, pretty yeah, true. <laughs> true. And nobody knew who bolted the door that day and who forgot to unbolt. Oh, it. I'm sure so, someone fucking oh, knows. No, yeah, 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 hundred percent. But it's like I don't know. It's like, oh, you didn't bolt the door so the kids couldn't get out. I'm like, you had fucking a thousand yeah, kids in there. Like, yeah, there should have been multiple doors. Exits, yeah, you know, like, exits. there's, yeah, that's the kind of thing where you're like, where everybody's like, you know, maybe we shouldn't do something like this anymore. This is yeah. this was kind of nuts. So the theater went on to host an array of events for 50 years before being destroyed by a German parachute mine in World War II. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. So the Fays were heavily criticized during the inquest, but they weren't really blamed for the incident. Once all the publicity kind of died down, they went on to do more traveling shows, but they never put on another children's show again and most certainly never returned to Sunderland. Uh, good call. Good call. Yeah. Very good call. A memorial was erected in Mowbray Park, a marble statue. It's a marble statue of a woman uh, holding her child and weeping, uh, and it's still there to this day. You can still see it in Mowbray Park. It's covered by a big uh, glass oh, ca- really? cage so to stop vandalism. That's cool. But, yeah, it's still there, yeah. It's wow. crazy. So one thing Very that I found... Very bleak real- statue to Oh, have. dude, yeah, you're 100%. Like, oh, my God. So a lot of our stories have, like, have, like causes and effects, you know, like uh, yeah. firefighting led to the police modernization in, in Canada. So one thing... That did come from this event that you might not know of that is incredibly interesting. Robert Alexander Briggs, who was, at the time of the event, it's it said a young boy, but he must have been in his teens. But he was living in Sunderland at the time of the event, um, and he was sho- so shocked by this event, he vowed that it would never happen again. So he went to eight years later. He goes to school, an engineering school, and ah, becomes an engineer. Yeah, and he creates a special type of door that could be locked on the outside, but also allow those inside to be able to open and escape. Oh, and this was the first the iteration of a crash bar. Oh, the push yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. So, and that's where the crash bar came wow. from. Wow. Yeah, and that is the story. Every of the cool Victoria thing Alba's we've answer. ever invented for safety is because, because two hundred people yeah. died around if it. it. If it is a safety precaution, it is because someone has died because of it. Guaranteed yeah. that we learned it in the Great Molasses Flood, and we learned it today. Yes, sir. that is crazy. Wild, pretty awful, dude. Oh pretty yeah, awful. Pretty, very grim. I wonder very how the grim. magician guy feels. Yeah, dude. I Jesus, and like it really isn't their fault. No, it's not their fault at all. But like the guilt you must feel of like because I. I mean, I don't know if I did. He keep performing a- after. Yeah, well, af- yeah. After the uh, uh, you know the publicity of this died down, they went on to like I said, they went on to do more shows. But <gasps> but they never threw like another children. Like that was oh, a show strictly oh, okay, okay, marketed okay. to kids. Okay. So, but I can imagine they've like. They have done a children's show before, and it went fine. So, like, that's why they were doing that. It didn't. I it didn't say if that was the first one they've ever done, or if it was, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I, you know, it's they, like it's really hard for me to imagine this because, like, whenever I've been somewhere where there was a lot of kids, like Disneyland or fucking. Disney World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas some other places there are a lot of kids. I don't yeah. really go to that many. But there's always a lot of parents. Yeah. You know? Or you go to, like, when I was did YMC after school care when I was working that, I was in charge of, like, 30 kids. Yeah. And there was three adults, you know? Or, like, maybe 40 kids. But, 
like a thousand kids to like ten adults or something. That is like, I mean, what does that look like? I know. How do you it, control one thousand children? You don't. What a and terrible like, idea. I guess like you know, this is obviously back in the day before like parenting was invented so like <laughs> like obviously they're That's just super true yeah their kids are just doing whatever the fuck they want they don't care they can they're like i said once you hit five you got a job at the steel mill and you're a fucking adult yeah, yeah, that's fucking. Pretty that's why insane. in the article he was like, "This dude was a boy and then went to engineering school eight years later." And I'm like, "Was he like 17 when he went to engineering school? Like what?" Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I see what you. Yeah, mean. yeah, like he was. He must have been fucking young. But yeah, man, very grim. Very fucking grim. You know, uh, what you know what you're covering next week. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. I was gonna look at the comments you had again. Yeah, there was some good, good stuff in there. That is a great idea. But, uh, yeah, that was a good episode. It was. I agree. I yeah. like that. About 55 good minutes. Length, That's yeah, fine. For sure. Um, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, download. Um, if you want to contact us, uh, tell been, us yeah, about your day. You I don't give a shit. You can send us messages or comment on the Insta. Yeah. We, I think we've gotten all of them. I think we're up to date on yeah, what we you guys sent us. Um, we have an email at snackspacksmail at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Instagram at snackspackspodcast. Yeah. Don't feel. Don't be afraid to hit us up. We'll read tell your us shit on air. if you want us to say your name and shit. Like yeah, that. yeah. Tell us if you want to leave you anonymous or, or whatever. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Be safe. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. I love you so much. Don't forget to come hang out in our, my Twitch streams at Snacks and Official on Twitch. We will see you guys next week. Love you so much. Bye-bye.